0: The first parak of Avot ends with the statement of Rav Shimon ben Gamliel, who teaches us that the world stands on three things, din, emet, and shalom. At first glance, the parak ends in a way that's similar to the beginning of the parak, where we had the statement of Shimon HaTzadik about the three things the world stands on, and understandably, Rav Shimon ben Gamliel, who lived many generations later, is building off this earlier statement. The question, though, is what the relationship is between these statements. Is he disagreeing with the much earlier Shimon HaTzadik? The Me'iri points out, the Torah quotes it in a similar way in the name of Rav Haigon, that there's a different gears of this Mishnah, not HaShlosh HaOlam Omed, but HaShlosh HaTvaram HaOlam Kayim. As opposed to Shimon HaTzadik, who speaks about why the world exists, for what purposes, Shimon, Rav Shimon Gamliel speaks about what the world needs in order to exist, what it needs in order to s- for sustainability, for it to be maintained. In that light, let's take a look at the three things that Rav Shum points to. The first, I- the first we're going to talk about is emet, truth. Two, very often we focus on people getting along with each other, people being b'shalom with each other. But there also needs to be a value of truth that exists in the world, that can stand in the world. Uh, when there's no truth, people ultimately take advantage of one another and people don't live by what they ought to be guided by din of course is the expression of truth trying to reach the true verdict the truth and of course this is how the torah presents avraham as being the contrast to stone stone takes advantage of people causes zaka and zaka in the gracious parakel when hashem tells us that he feels the need to tell avraham about his destruction of stone he says because i know he's going to teach his family the way of hashem which is staka or mishpat justice we see how important this is from Sefer Dvarim, where we have Parshat Shoftim, where Hashem tells us about how to build a justice system. So that you can survive via the Aretz, and that you'll have Yisrael Rashi points out that having fair judges is important for both of these goals. Later on, Parsha Ski also develops this idea of Tzedek Tzedek in the multiple ways it needs to be expressed. We find this in future generations as well. We put on our tefillin, we talk about our eternal relationship with Hashem, and we talk also about the content of it. We see this particularly in the building of Yerushalayim, David, Shlomo. David, we're told when he ascends the throne, Shmuel Bet that he's Ose Mishpat Utztakah. When Queen Sheba visits David's son, Shlomo, and sees his mouth with the things she focuses on, most impressive is that Shlomo's kingship stands for tzedek u'mishpat. And understandably, when Yeshayahu and Perak Aleph, the nevuah of Chazon Yeshayahu that we recite, the Shab- that we read in the Torah, the Shabbos before Tishabov, when the Jewish people have lost this tzedek, he addresses them as kemat kestom and then as k'tzinei stom. And this is where the Gullus comes from. And the Ge'ula Yeshayahu says, will come when the ju- just justice returns. As Shiva Kavar the bracha based on Perak Aleph in Yeshayahu. Yermio Perek Laman Gimel says, that in the end of days Hashem will regenerate Malchus David in its original form of mishpat with staka. So we see how critical this idea is. I think I didn't mention the Gemara in Shabbos which says that a person, a judge who judges with justice even one hour a day, ki It's as if he's a shutaf, for the in the creation of the world. So this is one side of the Mishnah, MS and din. The second side of the Mishnah is the counterbalance for that, which of course is shalom. On the one hand, there needs to be truth and justice. On the other hand, we have as an overarching goal, trying to maintain peace between people. We see the importance of this from the Mishnah, the last Mishnah, in Shas and which describes Shalom as the Kli Marzik Bracha which allows Brachos to be received in this world. The Sifri tells us Parshas Naso Piska Membes that Gedol Hashalom Shalom is so valuable that it's equal to all in weight and significance to the creation of the entire world. In fact, in Mesachas Derech eretzuta Zuta there's a whole Perak devoted called Perak HaShalom, to the godless of Shalom. Each of the phrases of the different amaroyim begins with Godol Hu Shalom and there's different types of, of phrases there the first kind <coughs> speaks about how important Shalom is for the world to exist without Shalom people would be at each other's throats or the words of the Sefrayim Ein Shalom Ein Klum second of all the Mishnai the Derech this speaks about how important it is to Hashem, who we see from the name of Hashem. Hashem is known as Shalom, and from the fact that it's the final bracha in Birchas Kohenim, and from there, Ta'ashmon Esrei, which ends in Baruch Amor Yisrael, Bashalom. Derich also speaks about the Sachar that Hashem gives to us. Hashem relates to us when we're Bashalom with each other. The Torah was given when the Jewish people encamped, K'ishechad, The Derich Heretzut also speaks about not just the value of Shalom, about the importance of pursuing it. Hashem is even willing to lie. He lies to Avram about Sarah's reaction um, so so that, uh, so that it won't be Machlokas, Manoach and his wife, Hashem presents things different than the way they occurred so that there should be Shalom between them. In fact we find even greater Hashem teaches us that the way we restore peace between husband and wife in the situation of Sota is by erasing Hashem's name. Assumably, the same result could have been achieved without that, but Hashem wants to show us how important Shalom is, and therefore He tells us to erase His name. Building all this, the Mishnah, the ninth paragraph of Beruchus tells us that Chazal <coughs> based on this concept, l'Hashem or in order to achieve peace, to use Hashem's name in greeting each other, to show us how important peace is. Because it's so important, we should work to pursue it, as we say in Tehill and Lamid Lamed, Lamed Daled, Bakesh Shalom fehu Seek it, run after it. The Deir says, as opposed to most mitzvahs, with a situ- which are situational, we are in a certain situation, we solve it with a mitzvah. You see eggs and a mother sitting on them, you send away the mother. You have a house, you build a mezuzah. Shalom is something we should seek. And the planes in which we seek it, number one in war, we generally don't think about peace in the context of war. Before we go to war, the halach is we have to reach out and offer peace, not just on a national level but on an interpersonal level. The Hillel earlier in first parakavavos encourages us to be the Talmudim of Aaron who are oev shalom and Rodev shalom, and we know how Aaron worked, pursued the possibility of making peace between people, between husband and wife, such a sensitive area, which is why the whole Jewish people, including the women, died for him when he uh, cried for him when he passed away just a statement about uh, the definition of peace. R. K. H. Yitzchok says that when we talk about peace it doesn't just mean the cessation of hostility, the lack of hostility. It means the ability for people to appreciate each other and work together. Rav Kook in a maammer of his called Shalom Ba'am says that it would be impossible to think that this is just something that comes around through something negative. It's a, the ability of us to appreciate—he gives the example based on earlier in the parak. Those who are involved in kmiul chasadim, those who are involved on in avoda, should appreciate each other, and the two of them should be able to work with the theorists, those involved in the learning of Torah. In this way, the statement of Shimon Gamliel is relating back to the statement of Shimon HaTzadik, who talked about the different values. Shimon Gamliel says we need to learn how to work together, appreciate, and work together the people who focus on these different values. An excellent example of this balance between emes and shalom, we find in the Gemara stuff, which tells us that even though Shama and Hillel both believed in their shita, they would marry each other's the daughters, they didn't separate into different clan, clans, and it uh, quotes the Pasuk from Zechariah ha-emes vah-shalom ehavu. On the one hand, to believe in our truth, on the other hand, to be able to be the shalom with each other, to continue working with each other as one people, Indeed, what Hashem Memle'el teaches us is critical for the sustenance of the world and for the Jewish people.